This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, this is part two of a discussion about loyalty. I'm joined by Callum Jones and Lindsay Kane. My granddad, who came over from Ukraine, he he did like 10 jobs a day, you know, like worked every hour. He didn't want to work in a coal mine, but he did it because with him being foreign, coming into the country, you know, he needed to build trust with the banks to get a house and stuff. Uh, So he had to do whatever job. It's not necessarily like that. And I think if you're born in, if you're lucky to be born here, you've got opportunities. I suppose that's why we don't view jobs the same as maybe a foreigner coming into the country, trying to get on the ladder, trying to you know get a citizenship here or whatever that we don't have that desire because we've already got it automatically I suppose maybe that's got but you'll also see it when you go abroad don't you Callum I mean if you go to Italy it's a wealthy country but you go to an Italian village the baker will go well that's what I do I'm the fucking baker my dad was a baker my granddad was a baker I'm loyal to the idea of baking yeah. are you happy when you're baking yeah, you go, what are you fucking talking about happiness for I bake, I make bread you bake <laughs> yeah. you know I mean we are like yeah. me my individual needs my happiness it's it can be a dangerous thing it can be, and I think I think people are less resilient now yeah. to jobs. Like people, like you said, people just think, "Oh, I'm not enjoying it. I could quit." But sometimes you just need to suck it up, don't you, and just get on with it. Like shit needs to be done. Can I just disclaim there? Like I don't. I feel like there's a pattern of me talking about walking out of jobs. Like <laughs> <when I spoke, laughs> I don't. I've like done every job, and like I've enjoyed. And I've worked since I was like 15 when I was legally allowed to. I think that's the problem as well. This generation is they, they don't want to work. Like they go to uni, maybe go and do masters, and then they're like, "Oh, ta-da, you got to go and work now." And they're like, "What? What, what do you mean?" Like you know, to then go into a full time job is like actually traumatizing for them. They need yeah. to like get into work and sort of gradually learn. Actually, you can't just sit on your ass all day watching Netflix. Like you actually are going to have to go and either work on a shop floor or waiting on. It could be worse. You could be stuck in 1941 and going to war. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. exactly. It's like waiting on. Like yeah. I didn't necessarily enjoy waiting on, but I enjoyed the people. What's so I waiting, stayed at that what does job. waiting on mean? Is that like a northern phrase or something? Yeah, like w- working in a restaurant. So like I didn't necessarily hate on. that. Yeah, you know what I mean? But I I really enjoyed, I was working with an amazing group of people. So I did overtime whenever I could because I just really enjoyed working with the people. Hated the job, but I loved the people. There we go, just sort of an example there. 
Well, moving into a, an area that I suppose this is more an area you work in, um, Callum, now, post Love Island, is to working with brands and brand loyalty. It's a world yeah. I, I used to work in. Before I did comedy and being a comedian, I worked in marketing, brand development in an agency. So it's something I know all about, creating a brand and getting people loyal to a brand. But I'm wondering, has social media made people more fickle like harder to be loyal to one type of trainers or one brand or one thing yeah i definitely say so because that's like you said like comes back to there's so much opportunities everything's on social media now so it's hard to just to stick to one thing i think i feel like like you said if it's not if you wore nike all your life and then you see someone really really cool wearing adidas then you're gonna go all oh, right i'll go and get that and it's like there's a lot of influence through social media nowadays i think and i mean it's the world you're in and i'm I don't mean you here, I just mean generally. Loyalty has become a cheaper currency. Back in the day, like it would be one massive poster and some film star smoking a cigar with his brand yeah. of whiskey. <laughs> and now if someone phones me, let's not dress it up, and the price is right, mate, I'm fucking shul, fresh step, fresh in your shoe. Mate, I'll fucking put that in my arse if the thing's right <laughs> and fire it out across a rugby pitch. Yeah, money talks, doesn't it? But and there's more op- there's more opportunities for it. I mean, I've done it. Do you know what I mean? I've done things that I think, oh God, why, why have I done that? But at the end of the day, if it pays the bills, it pays the bills. Yeah. But what do you think, Lindsay? Do you think that has an effect on the way we are commercially with loyalty overall? Does it not have an eroding effect? Social media. Oh, absolutely, it erodes everything. It erodes all our brain cells and everything. But it's <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Like I see when we were going on a trip recently, and we had like a load of young people around us, and they're all, you know, probably still living at home with the parents. Nothing wrong with that, but they're all absolutely dripping in designer gear. You know, like ugly shit. You know, like yeah. where they've seen the influencer who probably got it for free and he's wearing it. I was like, why would anyone spend money on that? That that actually looks disgusting. Whereas <laughs> it, they're just doing it because it's probably the status, like what it says about them, like, well, I'm wearing this, it means I can afford it, even though it looks shit. And I think it's, they're seeing their influencers wear it. So I think that's why they want to wear it. Yeah, and do you know what? That absolutely annoys me as well when I see it. It actually really does annoy me. It's like, why are you, going, why are you spending 800 quid on a coat when... You probably it's probably cost like a week's and week and a half wage for that. Like just prioritize yourself, like do something different with your money instead of spending on shit that doesn't even matter. Do you know what I mean? Like, but Callum, have you always been like that, or is that how always, old are you? If yeah, you don't nah, mind me always. asking, I'm 26. So, you, you're actually seem like, um, like Russell when he first met me thought I sounded like an old lady because I was quite mature for my age. I think was no, I, I was like, 20... we were stalking each other online and Lindsay went straight to phone call. Who does that? I was just trying, <laughs> I was like trying to do some like, like dirty DMs, just some, that, like, yeah. some DMs, trying to get some shit going. And she went like, what's your number? Thinking I was going to get like a WhatsApp or a voice note at most and it was straight to phone call. Right, so when are you taking me out for a drink then? <laughs> and it sounded like some 50 year old woman, like some Northern Nana. So you, so you sound like you sound really like grown up. Older soul, you mean? You're as old as soul, is what I mean. Yeah. Well, this has been studied. Women are more likely than men to always buy a brand, regardless of the price, quality, convenience, or brand promise. This was a study from Crowd Twist of more than a thousand adults, and they found that women belong to more loyalty programs and consider themselves loyal to more brands. In other words, a bloke like me. Yes, I'm, I'm into my Stan Smith Adidas at the moment, but if all of a sudden Nike were doing a Stan Smith-style shoe, I wouldn't fucking give a shite that I had a Nike tick yeah. rather than the fucking Adi Hash Freeleaf. 
I wouldn't, I wouldn't give a toss. I'd be gone, like Usain Bolt. Whereas a woman would be like, well, I quite like Puma, and I, I've always worn Puma, so I want to stick to Puma. So that's interesting, isn't it? So in brand behaviour, men will flip more quickly between watches, between clothing, between whatever, cereal brands, we'll just, we'll go. Whereas girls will stick, regardless of price. Well, I suppose like I suppose a good example is like the old generation Nivea. Like, oh, you know, we've always used Nivea, and that's what they know. Some people just like what they know. But but does it not comment on femininity? I'm trying to make a larger point about femininity and masculinity. That even when it comes to brands, women will pay more for a brand they know, even if an equivalent brand which is better and costs less. They'll go, yeah, but I'm Clarins. That's who I am. I'm a Clarins person. I'm true to myself. Or a guy will be like, it's 30% off. I'll try that. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, we, I would say women are more like that. They probably focus more on the ingredients. What are the benefits? What are, are what, especially women with anti-aging and stuff like that, they want to see results. Whereas men, like you say, oh, like we're launching um, a supplement soon and it's cellular health, anti-aging. And the feedback is like women are more interested from a younger age because they want to see a difference. I need to be able to see something, you know, physical, tangible, whereas men are like, oh, you know, I'll probably look at it when I'm older. You know, they're not as focused really, are they? I suppose so. I I think blokes are just more willing to chuck something in the bin and try something new. They're literally less loyal. (laughs) Yeah, women could be just, it's just a fear of trying something new maybe. I think it makes a larger comment on the hard wiring. I mean, okay, let's move it on. Social media being loyal in relationships. That has definitely fucked with that, hasn't it? It's just easy, isn't it? It's easy to be able to test the waters with stuff, and I think that's probably why people get themselves into trouble. I mean, you you and your Mrs. Callum, I mean, I mean it must be an overwhelming amount of social media attention. Hopefully it's dimming down into stuff now where you can sort of manage it and understand it and process yeah. it. But I suppose initially it was like, what? You know, what counts as water testing, to use Lindsay's phrase? What counts as it? Looking at someone's story, liking someone's picture. Where, When is the water being tested? I don't really know because it's like I've never really thought, oh, do you know what? I want to test myself here. I never thought, oh, I'll push the boat out and see what I can get away with because it's just not, I don't know. But what is it? I mean, there'll be blokes listening to this interested in what's classed as water testing i can tell you if you like do you want me to tell you what, what women would find water any engagement like well i don't do it now but like if russell were to sort of stop following someone who's never met who's like fucking hot i'm like what what signal do you think that's sending to that person yeah no i get that and i wouldn't do that personally i wouldn't do that good boy callum good boy that's yeah. what we want to hear <laughs> Fuck so, I, yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> what happened to loyalty? <laughs> <laughs> is it just the fact that people's lives are so on display that it makes the temptation more? Or is it the interactivity? Is it the scrolling on someone's wall thinking, oh my God, he looks fit, she looks fit? Or is it the ability to interact in a passive way, the sort of micro-cheating it's called, sort of DMing and things like that? It comes down to what the intention is. What's that other person's intention? And unfortunately, you can never prove what that other person's intention is because they can always deny it unless unless they you can see it in black and white that you know it's always they always deny it this is Paige, the co-host of giggly squad and i want to tell you about a company that i've been loving olive and june olive and june gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box and if you break it down it really comes out to two dollars a manicure which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. In a relationship, it's an attractive quality, loyalty, isn't it? I mean, I don't know many blokes that go on a first date with a girl, whether the bloke is 21 or 41. And so she was a lovely girl, but she's one of those women you can just tell is not going to be very loyal to me. But I'm going to carry on seeing her anyway. I've never, I've never heard a man say that. I've heard shitloads of women go, he's a complete cunt, he'll probably cheat on me, I'm going back for more. Yeah, do you know what? I don't <laughs> get it. I just, I don't understand it. I really don't. It's mad, and I, I totally agree with you when I say when you soon as soon as a man sees a signal that you're not loyal, that's it for me. It is anyway. I'm like no chance. But for women, they seem to accept it. Chris Brown famously wasn't keen. It's weird, isn't it? Because you would think, given that all we've said, Callum, that is what women would be hyper alert for. We know men can be a little bit less loyal emotionally, sexually, in the age of Instagram and social media. And yet it appears to be the blokes that have more of a zero tolerance for disloyalty. And that could be an 18-year-old lad dating an 18-year-old girl. It is strange, yeah. It's it's just obviously some type of chemical imbalance in it in the brain that would just <laughs> make you think, do you know what? Fuck off. <laughs> On to the next. That's probably why men do that, because it's like, oh, well, there's plenty more fish in the sea, whereas women Yeah, like, maybe oh, it is, yeah. Maybe it is, yeah. Do you think it's that, Linz? I think it's something worse than that. I think in younger women, certainly up to the, the age of about 25, sometimes poor cows, up till 35, there is an excitement when they meet a man who's an unloyal bastard. Let's not dress this shit up. No, but I can say I don't think women go, oh, I'm going to go for an unloyal man. I think most women think... And why do they then, over and over again? Because they think that, oh, he's going to change, I'm going to be the one to change him. It's, I'm going to be the one, he's going to fall in love with me. It's going to be a fairy tale like I've seen in Disney all my life. He's going to change and everything will be magical and fairy tale. But, but if there's two guys side by side, there's two Callums, both equally fit, both equally with their own scaffolding and influencing business... 
everything is the same. They're twin brothers, in fact. But one has got a record of cheating and one haven't. The cheating one is going to get more action when they're younger. Well, he's obviously more charming. He's, he's, he's probably a good salesman and could probably talk the knickers off someone. You don't think there's something intrinsic in bad boy no, bastard I, I, that's sexually no. attractive to some women? You don't? No. I, if someone had said to me in the past before like before things got serious with exes, oh, he's like cheating bastard, I probably wouldn't have gone on a date in the first place. You, women don't go into things going, oh, he's a cheating bastard. Oh, my God, yeah, let's go on a date. They don't. I, I, I've never met anyone. I feel like some do, though. I, oh, feel I like disagree. Yeah, go on, Callum. Go on, Callum. Really? Yeah, I just, yeah, I do. I just, because you just... Yeah, I just, I really do feel like, oh, well, I'll see what he's like. And like, even though really? they know full well what's going to happen. Yeah, I re- yeah. Oh, well, I'm just an old granny. I don't know anything now. Yeah, oh, no, go on, Callum. You see, I think you're onto something there. It's, it, basically, that's what happens on Love Island every series. You go in, if you're a doctor that can literally restart a child's heart, like Dr. Jaw, Alex Jaw, you know, six foot three of probably high earning, kind, sensitive, attractive male, could not get laid. But that's not about him being loyal. It's because he's probably, without sounding awful, because I've, I've met him and he was really lovely and polite. He didn't have that, like, spark, like a bit, you know, like, make you laugh. Like, yeah. the thing that's going to drive a woman, first off, is, like, making a laugh. Having, have you no, got a bit Lynn's, of a quirky plenty, personality? Plenty of blokes have gone in there with a quirky make you laugh. I can think of loads of them. Anton, loads of them. Banton, he was known. Anton Daniluk. He right. had the humour. <laughs> he had the looks. He had everything going on. But because he was nice... He was relegated to yeah, the bottom yeah. of the table. It is strange as well. And it's like, even in the last series of Love Island, like, was it two or three lads actually come back with different girls? And then they still went back. Do you think it's an age thing then, Callum? Mm, I don't know because I've not seen it. I've not seen like any, obviously I'm 26. I've only seen people my age, but yeah. I can't really speak for like the older generation. Like, But I can definitely speak for my generation. I think it's definitely a trend as well. Like, they do have to go for twats. Just the way it is. I don't know what it is yet. What is it once you're in a relationship? What drives loyalty? Is it the kindness of the other person? Is it the emotional connection? Is it the erotic connection? What is it that makes you, that drives that loyalty? I think it's all, everything of what you just said. Emotional connection, like trust, honesty. Everything in a relationship, because you spent so much time with that person, investing in yourself. And they've obviously done the same thing. So it's kind of like, that. I feel that's that's where it comes from. Yeah, I would agree. Like, I think, so I've got a friend going through a breakup at the minute and she's like, through this process of this bad relationship, I have learned, I, wouldn't, I don't regret staying. I've learned so much about myself and I know exactly what I want moving forward. I want someone who's kind, who little things like ask me about my day and is actually interested and a compromise and... And she said, I want to look at how that's going to look in the future because if we're going to spend another, like, 40, 50 years together on the planet, we need to have a good foundation of friendship as well. And that that's, you know, it's all a combination of many things, isn't it? It's not just looks, it's, it's everything. Yeah. Right, well, that's a good place to wrap up. I will just leave you with this statistic, gentlemen, because we know what men and women say, but what really goes on. And women are only slightly more loyal than men in relationships. I'm surprised at this. It was studied by Indiana University in 2015, so a relatively recent study. 
and uh, 23.2% of men and 19.2% of women, so only like a 4% difference, indicated that they had cheated during their current relationship, i.e. engaged in any sort of sexual interactions with someone other than their partner that could jeopardise or hurt their relationship. And that's seen across the board. When they, um, One of the best ways to study what women and men really think is to look at some of the big data we're getting from Google. Because if you stop girl and boy in the high street, everyone gives the answers that they think they, they should be seen as as their gender or in that situation. But when you look at what people are Googling, when you collect the data, the random data of what men and women are at home Googling, there are loads of women Googling, is this cheating? I've cheated on my boyfriend, what should I do? A lot no more. Way. A lot more. No, you know, when people That's are strange. online, I don't love my boyfriend, I've got off with my friend, like looking for resources or, you know, yes, agony arm pages. There's a, there, no, but what I mean is there's a gap between what women are searching online and what they profess. The other one is porn. If you, if you look at what people say they watch porn, it's 90% men and 10% women. Online tells a different story, more like 55, 45. Yeah. So maybe Chris Brown was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to leave it there. Thank you very much for, for joining us. Thank you, Callum Jones. Thank you, Lindsay Cade. That is the end of loyalty. If you've come here as fans of either of these two, please hang around, be loyal, yeah? Leave a five-star review. If not, just slag me off and then dump me. I'm fine with that. See you next time. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. 
Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.